0: Welcome to the Milk Bar.
1: Welcome along to episode 531 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show, we'll be finding out about the film You Are My Sunshine. We've already spoken some time ago to the young Joe and Tom. We'll be meeting their older counterparts in the chat. I did on Bar Beacon when we were over there finding out about some shots they were filming at the time. Alison Norton will be along to let us know about One Night Only, and we'll hear some music from the show performed by the cast from South Staff's Musical Theatre. We will meet two of the Panto stars from Wolverhampton Grand this year. We have Sue Pollard and Geoffrey Holland joining me. We'll reminisce a bit about Heidi High and find out what it takes to get Sue Pollard to take a part in a show. But first of all, from the 3rd through to the 7th of September, cabarets at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre. If the show title wasn't enough to sell the tickets, the fact that the one and only Anita Harris is in it is more than enough to shift those seats. Anita, how are you doing?
2: What a lovely thing to say. Thank you so much. Go- Hello, how are you? Oh, good, thank you. Aww.
1: Now, I, I, I take Aww. it you're very much looking forward to this show and the fact you are playing Fräulein Schneider.
2: I am indeed. It is a, a most unusual role uh, for me and uh, a great character um, it, within the, the encompass of... what. Uh, honestly, this is the most sensational production that I've been in for so long. It just... Every we are gobsmacked with the choreography and the spirit of the whole thing, and a wonderful cast, and just it's just lovely. The rehearsals are just wonderful. Yeah.
1: So, is this your first visit to the Kit Kat Club?
2: Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. I've I've left it a bit late to play Sally Bowles. <laughs> See, but the thing is, you, you could easily have played
1: Sally Bowles when you were starting oh, out in your career. I'm exactly. I am sure.
2: Exactly. I I would have loved to have done, but. Um, all praise to our our new Sally Bowles, who is Cara Lily Hayworth. She's such a delight. Everybody's going to fall in love with her. She's going to bring the house down with the way she sings, uh, maybe this time, and cabaret, and I mean, the the Canberra and Ebb music is just wonderful. Uh, obviously, I'm uh, got a a little bit of my heart goes out to John Partridge, <laughs> who is the MC.
3: Yes. Um,
2: because we did uh, MasterChef together and <laughs> Antique Roadshow, and now Suddenly, he's this incredible character on stage, playing such a strong, strong role. So I feel very privileged, my love, to be with this group of people. Really it,
1: lovely. It is an amazing lineup, and uh, obviously, uh, I mean, your time uh, on stage. I mean, started out. One of your first jobs was as a showgirl, so uh, you're, you're going to feel quite at home, I'd think. Here,
2: I guess so, my darling. Yes, but I won't be kicking any legs much this time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any choreography? Because we know you've got some amazing songs.
2: Um, there is just. Tiny bit um, in in the second half where I get taken over by a gentleman called Rudy.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Say no more.
1: Okay, well, well we'll enjoy that moment on stage, as I'm sure you uh, will too.
2: But, all right. Though. But
1: as far as I mean the the, the journey that's brought you here, uh, I mean it's an amazing tale of of different genres, different types of work, and you've turned your hand to absolutely all of it, proving you're the the kind of performer that you need for, for a show like this.
2: Well, uh, I embrace all of that. I, this, doing a, doing a character and a show like this takes me right back to when I came back from Vegas. I was still 16. My, uh, my darling parents who let me go, bless their hearts, they wanted me to go, go to further education, but, um, uh, they, I acceded to me going to the Hampshire School of Drama <laughs> um which um, you know all of those early days they come right back into the rehearsal room with you nothing gets lost on that or, or, that concertina of of years that go by <laughs> um I've just been able to drift in and out of so many genres of of the world of show business and uh, so this takes me right back to drama um, within the context of this brilliant music you know so it's it's uh, it's challenging because mm-hmm. she is very very different to <laughs> the, the Nitty Harris that uh, has been around a long time um, but but that's good because you get a grip on um, uh, 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 on trying to make the character real you know.
1: So the fans that have been around for a little while are going to see you in a completely different light after this? <laughs>
2: They are, and I thank them for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Stick around, my darling. We, we don't still don't know what's coming forward. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, as you said, Kanda uh, and Ebb's music in this is wonderful. Uh, you're used to singing songs by some of the biggest songwriters out there as well. So, uh, you know, if you're enjoying singing this, you know it's going to be uh, great to come and see if you're not aware of the brilliant tracks in there already.
2: Uh, absolutely. Um, the music reminds me of... Some of the recordings I've been lucky enough to do, like um, A House Is Not A Home, which is, has the Burt Bacharach music and the Hal David lyrics. These um, these songs are as strong as all of those that Hal David and Bacharach did. And as you say, a privilege to have been able to record so many wonderful songs. This is um, on that level of musicality that tells the story so strongly Um, it's been it's been very interesting really um, uh, deciphering how and where this music goes within the framework of the show I'm sorry am I waffling on darling waffling's
1: allowed I think I (laughs) think if you need to Harris you you can waffle as much as you want (laughs) <laughs> but obviously with this too um, you've got the direction from Rufus Norris and I I'm, I know from having spoken to performers who have worked with him in the past he's an absolute joy to work with
2: He and uh, the gentleman who is um, with us every day in, in Rufus's shoes when Rufus is busy is Tim Welton who also has um, he and Rufus have the same spirit and Shall so I tell you something? They don't let any second of it go by. Every single second of this production has a thought and a thread through it. So it's a thinking man's production, that's for <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> and, and how else do you identify with Fraulein Schneider? I mean, is, is there anything else in there that you've you've enjoyed discovering about her?
2: Just a woman who, we're talking about the 1930s, 2930, when the the darkest period of Germany was just brimming and, and bubbling under, um, and she is a very uh, wise lady who has come from a, a good home within germany and um and now is seeing what is feeling a rumble of what's happening um so her wisdom and how she has to play her role which is the uh, uh, purely that she's become the landlady of this um uh, set of uh, house you know rooms that uh, suddenly is changing from polite conversation into dark conversation i won't say anymore but um she she really has to be very very strong so yeah i have to find that yet <laughs> it's coming <laughs> she's coming she's coming <laughs> but but
1: alongside the darkness there is of course the fun and entertainment of some of the songs and oh, the raunches the of the show i mean this is going to fit on with your work on the carry-on films isn't it i think you prepared yourself nicely for this
2: there you go uh and the 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 uh, we've said about the music but the that when, when you're inside the Kit Kat club oh the routines are breathtaking I mean simply breathtaking we are have you ever seen the film The Producers
1: I haven't I'm afraid.
2: oh well there's a moment in The Producers where the uh, the camera goes to the audience and every mouth is open god smacked. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we are when we see we have Brilliant dancers. The choreography is amazing, and you just um, you sit there, think, watching uh, what is happening and what is going to go on that stage. Uh, I think um, the audience are really going to be enthralled, really, really, genuinely.
1: The show within the show is going to make the show even bigger. It yes. is Cabaret. Yes. It is the 3rd yes. through to the 7th September at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre. 01902 the box office number. grandtheatre.co.uk is the website if you want to grab your tickets that way. Uh, but for now, Anita Harris, thank you so much for joining oh, us. And lovely to speak thank to you. you. And we're looking forward to seeing you on stage.
2: All right, my darling. Lovely to talk to you too and and love to all your listeners. Have a beautiful day.
1: In a moment to time, I'll have a chat with Alison Norden all about the appearance at the Grand Theatre of South Southstaff's Musical Theatre Company with One Night Only. But first, let's have what's kind of the official theme to the show. I'm here with Alison Norton from South Staffs Musical Theatre Company because they are taking to the stage of Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre on Sunday, the 8th of September. It's going to be an amazing night for one night only. Tell us more about the show. Alison, take it away.
4: Well, that is the title of the concert, mm-hmm. One Night Only. For the last 83 years, SAD staffs have performed a week-long run at the mm-hmm. Grand Theatre, but the escalating cost of amateur theatre has meant that this year we've had to take the difficult decision to move to a one night concert um, with a variety of something for everyone.
1: Yeah, I mean everything from the, uh, the licensing, getting the show you want, that's all so difficult, such hard work to get in place and uh, obviously a theatre needs to be paid for too so uh, it can sometimes mean that you have to take a bit of a break. Other societies have done it before, I'm sure they will again and you will be back no doubt before you know it.
4: I really hope so. We are working very hard on fundraising mm-hmm. and this concert is just the start of it really for us.
1: Mm-hmm. And Adrian, the team down at the Grand, I know I've been supporting you and making sure that this event's going to be an absolutely massive success to help get you back to where you need to be.
4: Yeah, very supportive. Adrian, uh, Suggested we did a concert right on from the off when we told him that we couldn't continue with a, a week long show in 2019. And they've all been highly supportive, even to the point of buying tickets and coming along to see the show themselves.
1: Yeah, and I think that's part of the ethos of the Grand, isn't it? They love having the amateur companies down there because it is such a friendly atmosphere when they come in, they put on a show, and it helps build theatre audiences from across the area because it could well be someone's mum, dad, grandma, son, daughter not been to the theatre before, they appear in an amateur show because they are so talented and before you know it, their regular theatre goers. the rest of the family.
4: That's absolutely right. The amateur uh, performances throughout the year are a really big part of the Grand Theatre programme, so we've been very proud to, uh, to appear at the Grand for the last... Well, all those years and, you know, long may it continue.
1: Mm-hmm. I know you show your support through the writing that you do in the Express and Star as well. And I know you cover a lot of companies and those companies are also going to be coming along to, to, to show their support too.
4: Yes, I hope so. We have sold some ticket to, tickets to other amateur companies, but the more the merrier. Um, if anybody wants tickets, please contact me. Mm-hmm.
1: There so we know. what can we expect on the night then?
4: Okay, well, we've got a highly talented, very young orchestra, mm-hmm. eleven players, and they're going to romp their way through some old favourites um, that we've performed in the past: Top Hat, Nine to Five, Spamalot, Oliver. But we've also got a lot of new things as well. We've got some numbers from a Star is Born, um, from Miss Saigon, um, some Carmen, some little bit of opera from Fiona, um, and there's just something for everybody. We've got a couple of special guests stars as Mm -hmm. well our good friend don chairs from britain's got talent he's Uh, coming along yeah he's coming along to do his own act Mm -hmm. and then we've got ken wood and his friend jim pansy who is another special guest but i'm not going to tell you too much about jim just come along and see for yourself
1: ok that's part of the secret of the show some surprises on the night this is what we're looking forward to I'm hopefully I'm not going to be too surprised because I'm helping compare the evening as well
4: absolutely and (laughs) thank you so much for offering to uh, compare for
1: us but uh, it's going to be such a great night it's it's nice to actually be having a chat about a show and actually being part of the show too so I'm looking forward to that that's going to be absolutely brilliant but, uh, so, lots of things for absolutely everyone, and that all-important live music, and again, that's another massive cost when you're putting on one of your amateur shows, is the, uh, the, the musicians, because you always have to pay for the band.
4: That's right. I mean, a professional band can cost um, upwards of £10,000, mm-hmm. which is a large chunk of our budget um, but we're very lucky to have secured these youngsters who are coming along to help us with the concert
1: well it's going to be absolutely fantastic very much looking forward to it 429212 is the box office number grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets or if you know anyone from the South Staffs just get in touch look at the Facebook page you'll see all the details on there as well but make sure you support a brilliant company doing a great show as for one night only at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre Alison I have to say break a leg at this point and I think you can return that to me as, as well Absolutely. but uh, we're very much looking forward to it, aren't we?
4: Good. Thank you very much, Jason.
1: With Dick Whittington at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre from the 7th of December through to the 12th of January, the loveliest person in the world has to pretend to be evil as she's Queen Rat Pollard, hello!
5: Hello darling, What a nice introduction dear. Well this is, you know, you are one of those people we
1: see on TV, we love and adore you, you haven't got an evil bone in your body have you?
5: Oh, <laughs> when I need to, when it's necessary, because you know what it's like when they say, oh don't be that I said, but that's why it's acting with a capital <laughs> A, yeah. you, know, you have to be because otherwise if you can't try and find some evil from somewhere, hmm. no one's ever going to believe the story and, and it's my job to really actually get those children who have probably never even been to theatre the first time they've ever been is a panto they want to be able to believe it i want to terrify them actually well,
1: this is i suppose part of the job and i mean one thing i must ask you were known for your numbers of pairs of glasses do you have evil glasses as well
5: well actually i've got these um black ones that I have they've got dear monty in them <laughs> but they've also got little bits of things that come out like a Tongs and dragons, things and all of that. So yeah. you
1: are. So your, your optometrist mm. must love it when you've yeah. got a gig because you know there's <laughs> going to be another pair of spectacles oh, coming along. Totally.
5: He might even say, "Look, darling, uh, this has just arrived on the brochure." <laughs> and I say, "Can you just modify that a bit? And can you, you know, what do they call it when you make it specially for you?" Yeah, a bit,
1: a bit of bespoke.
5: That's it. I love that. Yeah. I like a bit of bespoke, don't you? <laughs> but no. But I mean, it's great though. I just think you've got to try and. Each character anybody plays has to be as spot-on as you can be. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying?
1: And and Panto is more serious than than anything else because it's kids you've got in the audience, so they have to believe what's going on, as you say.
5: Oh, yeah, because obviously they can can sush you out from, like, the first five seconds... Useless and you're not very good, and I can see that. Da, 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 da. But it's great that they then because if you're evil mm. and you get one of these little tykes <laughs> shouting something at you, it's the most marvellous uh, thing then because you can be really rude.
1: Hey, you get to have a go back. Yeah.
5: <laughs> oh, no, I quite like that. And my, my great thing is um, that um, I love it when uh, a child if you've done your job right he or she has to get carried out by the mother <laughs> I don't like it you
1: know <laughs> but, but you know no spoilers but you've got to come up and sit Mike sneak along because it's got to work out happily ever after oh, hasn't oh
5: yeah it? i think that's the that's the great thing about panto you've got to have all you what you call your traditional characters there's always got to be somebody silly from the village you've always mm-hmm. got to have the princess or you know the local lovely little maiden mm-hmm. and then of course it's got to be the buddy and the goodie so basically it's a tussle between uh good mm-hmm. and evil and it's as in all good traditional stories, because it's got to be good for the kids. It's really got to be able to say to them, see, if you're too bad, that's really not good and you don't get good things in life.
1: We're like like a moral at the end of it all. Yeah, I think so. it's, It's more than 40 years since you were last playing in Panto at the Grand. I know. And that is... A bit scary in some ways, but it's great to know you're back and you, has Wolverhampton changed? Have you had a chance to see any of it yet? Are you looking forward to exploring a bit more?
5: Oh, I am, but the station's totally altered. <laughs> I had to say, this lady I just said, um, I'm ever so sorry, but do you know this area? Because I thought, well, she might just be a visitor poor thing and got no idea. And I said, no, I've totally lost my bearings. And she said, oh, no, they've kind of put the um, station back to front now. Uh, you know, because the building's still going on, mm-hmm. and of course, totally, totally different way out. And I thought, no, this is it. I've had it. <laughs> I went, I went left instead of right for yeah. a start. So I had to, you know, come back. But once I got into the main drag, where the lovely Britannia, we always used to have going yeah. in the Brits, and then I knew I was on the right track. But I'm hoping they've got my favourite sandwich bar. Mm. And that is, I think, it sells pork, pork, pork
1: rolls. So you you right, basically you're doing Panto for the pork rolls this year. Well,
5: yes, I'm afraid so. Yeah. I mean, there's always got to be some incentive. That's and perk, <laughs> isn't
1: it? It's a, okay, super hard Rider has got to be pork bats. <laughs> Otherwise, she's not going and doing the yeah. gig.
5: <laughs> oh, it's funny though. But I always remember there was a fabulous um, pub. I don't think it's it's not the one that's opposite now. I think was that the spoons, the weather it, spoons it,
1: one over the road. Yeah.
5: Well, I'm going to be I'm going to be in there, no question. Yeah. I love a spoons. Yeah. But there was another one, a little bit further up, on the corner. Mm. I don't know if that's still here. Towards the,
1: to the, Back towards the railway station. Yes. Things have changed. You might be able to get a tattoo there now.
5: Oh, d- really? I think so, yeah. If it's what oh, I'm thinking of, oh, then, yeah. Wow, fabulous. But what, are
1: you going to have some ink done? Have you got any
5: tattoos? Uh, I've got a small one here, actually. Yeah,
1: okay, show yeah. me later. A little but, imp,
5: yeah. devil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it fits in with the, with the Panto character as well? you're you yeah. On the, the left shoulder,
5: that's the side. Oh, yes, of course it is. Yeah. I wonder if I had to come in with a 666 I wouldn't, get, I wouldn't get that permanently <laughs> inked, no.
1: Uh, maybe that's best left of makeup if you're going to go that far. Uh, uh, what's your favourite bit about Panto, then, apart from the teasing the kids and making sure that they ones yeah, to cry when you want them to cry?
5: Well, just, the, <laughs> just actually... The whole genre of it, and mm-hmm. what it really means to people, you know the traditional things like he's behind you oh no he isn't that kind of thing the magic of it the the the, the lovely sounds, the music the da- just everything that goes with it you 've got every bit of entertainment in one if you like one genre mm-hmm. you know when you've got the sort of the, the romantic bit, as I say you've got the evil bit you've got the maybe the sad bit, you know especially not in this one, but there's an, another lovely one where you know, um, she has to sell the cow.
1: Oh, no, yeah, that, 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 one, that, that, that would be an bit yeah. upsetting thing, even it being the evil person that you would struggle Oh, yes. Yeah. You so wouldn't want to be a giant, though,
5: would Oh, you? No, 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 yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. jacking the beanstalk, can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> but in this one, there's a lovely bit of poignancy in Dick Whittington, actually, mm. because um, the queen, the evil queen... She really takes advantage of... Um, I won't give anything away unless... Because pe- some people may never have seen it. Mm-hmm. And she does a horrible thing, and she, in effect, gets uh, uh, the sack.
1: Yeah, and that, that is nasty, isn't it?
5: <sighs> yes, it's awful. And he said, I, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Yeah. And all the kids are going, no, he didn't do it. And, and, and
1: um... you get to be behind all of that. <laughs> yeah. And revelling in it. Yes. Now, musical numbers, you get musical <laughs> numbers in this. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've still got copies of some of your songs from, from back a you few know. years ago uh, is there a new album on the way or anything like that we should be talking well, about well
5: no funnily enough um, actually but it's getting a bit late so I might have to release it after Christmas but I'm definitely i wanting to do an album
1: ok well, yeah. what, what would you put on that album um, are you, what are you working on
5: Oh, I, I, do you know, I'm quite eclectic. I like a couple of pop things, but the trouble is, you can't always do covers. You've got to write stuff yourself as well, <laughs> you know. But it's 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 obviously got to be something that you believe in that you can
1: I mean, do. But, but, so, he maybe uh, you on stage in some of the outfits that Kylie gets away with. I think yeah. you could you could do a bit of that dancing around.
5: Yeah, of course. I Kyla. Maybe, maybe. you're all right. That's still
1: doing the job. <laughs> you and Kylie doing a duet? Can we set that one up?
5: Can you imagine? Oh no. Yeah, you could. But I'd like to do. Um, <laughs> I'd like to do a duet with Barbara Streisand. I think she's fantastic.
1: Okay. Right. Where? Well, oh, agent. Talk to her. Yeah. About, okay. Get, Don't forget Lizanne. Yeah. So sort Thanks. that one out. Meanwhile, we're looking forward to seeing you in Panto. It is Dick Whittington. It's down here at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre. Oh one nine zero two to The box office number. GrandTheatre.co.uk to get your tickets. She will be able, but she's lovely the rest of the yeah. time. Honestly she's absolutely fantastic bless you
5: all thanks for tuning in yeah. bye she,
1: so, thank you very bye. much
5: enjoyed it
1: we're going to take a little listen back to some of the recent sessions we've recorded with some artists as it's a bank holiday weekend and I couldn't really drag anybody into the studio so let's hear from Sam with one of the tracks he sang for us when he nipped over to join us at the lighthouse <laughs>
6: It's lost all meaning. It was true when I said I loved you. It was true that I really do. But that was a day, and you've already gone away. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. That was you're tired, and I'm ashamed to let it be. But I needed you to love me, and yes, you stay silent. But I won't stay too long Before you let me belong I can't make you better When you've got no feelings It was true When I said I loved you It was true That I really do That was the day you've already gone away. That That was yesterday. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday
1: You Are My Sunshine is progressing towards release. We're up here on Beacon because two of the stars of the film are going to be doing some footage in a few minutes' time. However, let's have a bit of a chat first because they're the modern-day versions of two of the characters we've already met. First of all, we have Ernest and we have Charles. Hello, sir. Hello, Hello. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you too. So tell us a bit about your character in the film. Well, I play Tom. Mm-hmm.
7: And uh, Tom is an artist. Yep. And he met uh, Joe. Much earlier on in life, when Mm -hmm. they were youngsters, and they've progressed through life together, and we get to where we are now.
8: Yeah, and and I play Joe. Uh, we we meet obviously when we're in in the early 20s, back Mm -hmm. in the 1970s. Um, my my side of the story is more complicated because my younger version, when they discover that, that he's gay, they sort of he's sort of ostracized by his family, and it's how that translates then those family uh, tensions translate into later life when they, they get to our age mm-hmm. and it's still an ongoing thing about how, how things have gone in the past and it, it creeps into the present day because
1: mm. times have moved on things have changed since yeah. the 70s but it's still not absolutely perfect is it so there's still a lot of story to tell uh, about the same sort of issues that were there for both characters y- when yeah, they were so looking at some, things in the 70s some of the
8: issues are yeah, still, still deep-seated with, 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 certainly with Joe's side of the family, mm-hmm. and, 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 and that comes out in the modern day, it, it, it's still there, and, and how that's dealt with, because other matters come into into play, mm-hmm. which upset that sort of equilibrium, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: Bob Eakin has played host to both time periods. What's the whole filming process like on something like this, because it, it, continuity is vitally important.
7: Yes, uh, continuity is always a problem, really. I mean, we were last up here about, was it four months <laughs> Four, yes, four months, months ago, ago. Yeah. so you, you constantly have to look at sort of stills and shots from the what's already been taken yeah no haircuts it's not it's the same as it was uh, it, you have to just try and make sure that everything can be as accurate as it was before really mm-hmm. so it says it, uh, it can be painstaking <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah well, because
8: yeah, so we, we do we do get help here because we if, the, if there's a period of time interval we want to go to Dave was send us couple of stills from saying so right that was the scene that's you think oh right yeah, yeah. okay and it's sure like
7: when, when you're at home, you, you sort of think, well, I can't do that, I can't do that, because I'm doing that later. Yeah, you, yeah. you can't muck around with anything. You know? No, you have to be <laughs> shaved, so if it's the same. In Gil's yeah, case, yeah.
1: sculpting the beard as,
7: it, as yeah, is the same. Yeah, yes,
8: yeah. Yeah. So don't let it grow too long. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, check to see if it's the same length.
1: And, and what's it like playing a, an older version of someone you've probably seen a few rushes of uh, in the early part of the story, uh, just to, to get a flavour of, of what's going on?
7: Well, I, that's what interested me in the first place. I thought, you know, what, what a chance, uh, you know, what an opportunity. To do something mm-hmm. uh, that's quite unusual for me, because n- normally you, you, you come along to a film and you play a character. Uh, it, it's few and far between that you get the roles where you're playing someone else as, as an older version from an earlier version. Mm-hmm. So I found that quite challenging. I thought it was really a good yeah, thing yes, to do. Yeah, because
8: I mean, the, the, we did see some of the earlier scenes, mm-hmm. and you, you're trying to see what the characters are, and. and Try and interpolate that as how they would be when they're older.
1: Particularly yeah. things like accent matching as well. Everyone's accent changes yeah. to their yeah. life, oh, but absolutely. yeah, you've got to be somewhere yeah. near, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
8: absolutely. And and sort of mannerisms and expressions and yeah. that, because some of those do change and some some down but and you want to keep some of that nucleus there and yeah. so the people recognize it and yeah. the
7: younger tom played by steve sortle he lives not too far away from where I live, so <laughs> the accent isn't too bad so that's a good start yeah
8: yes yeah, yeah. well, one of the funny things I, I i dug out an old photograph of me in my early 20s and i sent it and he matched it and it, and I had a moustache in those days, but we took the moustache away, we were very, very close. Yeah. It even the guy playing Young Joey, he said, wow, that's uncanny. Mm-hmm. They could look, yeah. look at that, yeah. that, that, that resemblance, yeah. As so, I've
1: said, lots of nice complimentary things ahead how they're looking forward to ageing into your, your, your yeah, look as well. Yeah, so
8: It's like saying, I'm sorry, but this is what you've got to look <laughs> forward yeah, yeah, yeah. to. Right.
1: So with everything that's going on, the, the premiere is something that's going to be good fun to look forward to as well because mm-hmm. that'll be your first chance really to see the whole film and get to tell the whole story because I'm sure there, there are bits that you've missed out on as it's gone along but you must be looking forward to seeing that. Oh yes, because
7: when, when they filmed the 70s version um, I saw none of that at all so mm. that will be new to me anyway. Yeah. Just sitting in the, in the cinema seeing that part will be brand spanking new so uh, and, yeah it'll be, it'll be and very and interesting <laughs>
8: and it would be lovely to see how they, they've linked the, the times together because it's mm. not 70s then the present day the two go back and forward throughout the film Yeah. so uh, and, and how they relate the, the, the 70s to the present day and then go back again so they are all, all sort of linked so it it'll be, it'll it'll be the, will be fascinating to watch, and it'll
7: be the same for the lads mm-hmm. who played the early vision. They've, yeah. they've seen none of what we've yeah, done yeah. either, so it will be an interesting evening on the Premier. Yeah. It'll be, be interesting how they feel about the <laughs>
1: fashions as well, because I've yeah. had to wear something which isn't necessarily yes. their era. But mm. you've actually yeah, experienced, pro- yeah. Yeah, at least yeah. in the very early yeah, days. Sadly yeah,
8: sadly I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it's all a bit of a crossover. It is. You are my sunshine. Uh, look out for it. It won't be too far off being released. I know there's still quite a bit of work to do to get it to the cinema, but uh, we're very much looking forward to seeing the. Film and uh, experiencing the whole thing, so uh, check it all out online. Just look for the Facebook page and uh, have a great time with the film. Enjoy the work you have to do, and we look forward to seeing your final, the fruits of your labors. Ah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Another of our live sets now. This time, taking music from Ryan Evans. Keep
0: on running. Keep on hiding. One fine day, I'm gonna be the one. To make you understand Oh, yeah, I'm gonna be your man Keep on running Running from my arms, yeah One fine day, I'm gonna be the one To make you understand Oh yeah, I'm gonna be your man Hey, hey, hey Everyone is talking about me It makes me feel so sad Hey, hey, hey Everyone is laughing at me It makes me feel so bad Keep on running Oh, yeah, I'm gonna be your man. Keep on running. Running from
3: my arms,
0: yeah. One fine day, I'm gonna be the one to make you understand. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna be your man. there
1: This Friday between 10 and 3.30 there's a special event taking place over at Huggle Pets in Wolverhampton. That's down on Cooper Street. Tell us more. I'm joined now by Hannah Dixon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. So you've got a a bit of an exciting one down there with your friends from Exoterra.
9: Yeah, we've got a family uh, fun day, really, that's going to be um, a nationwide event, but it's obviously going to be here held at uh, hoggle pets for anybody that's and a reptile lover.
1: Reptiles, now, we're, we're talking about ones both with and without legs, I suppose, because snakes oh, and, yeah. and the likes of lizards, etc.
9: That's it, yeah, you've got geckos, chameleons, snakes, things like that.
1: How many of these creatures will be joining you?
9: I think we've got about seven in store that people will be able to see mm-hmm. and possibly handle.
1: So it's a chance to actually meet up with these creatures. And there's goodie bags, free parking, so it's going to be well worth coming along.
9: Yes, it will be. Um, there is parking available on site. And yes, there are goodie bags that have been given away on the day. Um, possibly stickers as well for everybody who's held an animal. Uh-huh. Um, so which is, you know, everybody loves a sticker.
1: Yeah, and you can show um, you were brave and uh, had something uh, possibly creepy crawly or lizard-like uh, somewhere about your person.
9: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally the lizards like to uh, get to a high position, so they'll probably sit on your shoulder.
1: Right. Okay, so that, that that forewarned is forearmed on that one. But there's some creepy crawlies coming along too.
9: Yeah, there'll be some probably some tarantulas there. Um, we've also got uh, bugs leaf bugs, things like that, that'll be uh, there as well, but mainly they're reptiles.
1: And it's it's open to everyone, so if you're a reptile owner already or whether it's something that interests you or you just want to meet the animals, then you're free to come down?
9: Yep, they're definitely free to come down and um, explore, the, explore the event with us, so yeah, everybody's welcome.
1: And uh, they can also have a chat with your staff, because your staff are looking after these creatures in store all the time, so if there's anything they that they don't know, it's not worth knowing.
9: Exactly and they are experts in what they do so if, they, if you need any advice or maybe you, you are looking to get yourself a reptile they can offer you the um, information about what to get, how to feed them, what to look after, what environment they've come from uh, which then gives you the heads up about actually how it would, what it would be like to look after a reptile at home.
1: And there isn't much you have to do for this because they like a, a warm bulb to sit under to emulate the sun don't they?
9: they do yeah so they have to be kept to a certain degree of heat um so they need lamps as well in some cases they obviously need a nice environment nice kale to eat in some cases bugs they like that as well and and then in some cases they like to be under the shade so there's different types of rocks and things that you can get to them where they can get under them or on
1: top of them so it is a bit involved in all of this, but absolutely well worthwhile because their, their mean, pets—they they don't so much shed as well shed their skin probably once every six months, something like that.
9: So I think they're all very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be probably best to come and speak to our staff in house and then obviously get the advice for each individual pet,
1: and and see what suits you, your lifestyle, and making sure you look after them.
9: Exactly. Yeah.
1: But it's a free event to come down and find out. You don't have to buy anything. You can come along and enjoy meeting all of the animals. And while stocks last, you can grab your goodie bag. So it's Friday the 30th, 10am through till 3.30. And uh, so you'll be able to meet all the team from Huggle Pets down there. And are there any other creatures we can see whilst we're there too?
9: Yeah, there's definitely other creatures. We've also got some furries I like to call them. So we've mm-hmm. got some rabbits, some hamsters, gerbils, um, and then, obviously, we have got a dog's pamper lounge, so you might see some doggies coming through as well.
1: So they may be popping in just to get their hair done. That's it. <laughs> All sounds good coming to me. for a pamper. <laughs> Remind us where we can find you and also the website, please.
9: Yeah, so our website is www.hucklepets.co.uk. Um, and you can find us on the PGO building, Cooper Street, Wolverhampton, WV2 2 JL.
1: So make sure you get yourself down there to have a little bit of a look. Something a bit different to do in the last few days of the summer holidays, 10am through to 3.30, should be a, a great time to have by all. Hannah Dixon, thank you for joining us. No problem, thank you very much. It wasn't that long ago that Joe James Thomas popped in for a bit of a sing-song. Here he is playing keys. <laughs>
10: Shaking going on. Come on over, baby. Baby, you can't go wrong. I ain't faking. Whole lot of shaking going on. Well, come on over, baby. We got chicken in a bar. Woo, honey. Come on over. We got the boob out of horn. Yeah. I ain't faking. Whole lot of shaking going on. Well, I said shaking. Baby, shake! I said, shake! Baby, shake! I said, shake it, baby, shake it! Yeah. I said, shake! Baby, shake! Yeah. Come on over! Whole lot of shaking going on. Oh, well, I ain't faking. I do it all night long. Oh, it's easy now. (laughs) Shake, baby, shake. Oh, shake it, baby. (laughs) You can shake one time for me. (laughs) Well, the hell, I said, come on over, baby. Whole lot of shaking going on. Real long now, honey. Shake, baby, shake. All you gotta do, honey, is stand in one little spot. Wiggle around just a little bit. Well, come on, baby, that old lot of going on. Just go on time. I shake it, baby, shake. I said, shake it, baby, shake. I said, shake it, baby, shake it. I said, shake, baby, shake it. Come on, come on, come on. Woo. I said, shake it, baby, shake. I said, shake, don't let it break. I said, shake it, baby, shake. I said it's shaking, it, don't you break it, grab it up and I'll take it, I come on over baby, oh, that's shaking going on.
1: <laughs> From December the 7th through to the 12th of January, it is Dick Whittington at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre as a panto this year. Somebody who's no strange to the theatre itself is Geoffrey Holland, hello sir. Hello, nice to be here again. Well, good to have you along, so uh, what's been happening since you were last here in Brestoff well, well,
11: quite a bit, really. I've mm-hmm. been uh, all over the world with with my uh, various cruises. You know, I do talks as well as my one man show uh-huh. on, on the ships, and I've been. We did, I did four cruises last year, which has been great fun. Yeah, uh, and uh, a visit to Dubai this year with my one man show, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I've been just been up to Scotland with it as well. Mm-hmm. So we're getting back. To, to London, and suddenly I'm up I'm, I'm in Wolverhampton. Yeah, it's, it's
1: panto time.
10: Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we've, we've seen you here with a on, We've seen you here in a dress this time as Alderman Fitzwarren. Yeah. You've you're got full regalia. Going to be looking good. Absolutely, I'm delighted to be playing a man in pantomime, <laughs> because you know it's usually it, it is you know, often a Dame. How many, how many times have you uh, not been Dame in panto? Because you've done panto for decades. Yeah, this, now. Is,
11: this year is my forty-fifth <laughs> pantomime season, and I played Dame for over twenty-six years. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't played a man in pantomime since 1988 and I suppose it was about 20 years playing the young comic in the pantomime Mm -hmm. when I started out yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this this time it'll be nice to get the uh, to get the trousers on instead of the frocks because uh, you know I don't have to put all that stuff on my face. Yeah, less makeup but oh, uh, but know, still still a frock coat. Say, oh, very much so. Yeah, very much so. I'm, I had it on this morning, do the press co- uh, photos, and um, it's really really nice costume. But uh, it's it, it will be nice to be able to get changed and go out between the two shows and go mm-hmm. go shopping or get something to eat <laughs> uh, instead of having to be trapped in the theatre like I was normally as, yeah. as the day because you oh. can't take your face off and put it back on again you can lose the wig and that's about it well there isn't time to do it (laughs)
1: Mm. but I mean Panto is a great season a great time of year and you get to be working with one of them must be your favourite colleagues ever
11: absolutely it's it's pure joy to be working with Sue again because we haven't worked together since the mid 90s when we did Oh Dr Beeching together that was the last sitcom we did together and uh, we haven't worked together since then uh, we've seen each other a lot mm-hmm. because we we meet at various functions, you know, yeah. charity bashes and things, and we live together near each other in London. So uh, you know, we've we've met we've met a lot. And mm-hmm. last year she was up at Edinburgh Fringe, and so was I with with our various one woman mm-hmm. show. Well, she's got a one woman show. Which uh, she, she's taking out on tour sometime next year, uh, and uh, you know, but it's sort of lovely to be working, be on the same stage with her again mm-hmm. for the first but time. On
1: opposite, sides, yeah. of the, opposite of, sides of the,
11: yeah, the that's and the, bad, the, yeah. And the bad. Yeah, she's playing the baddie, mm-hmm. which should be fun. Have you ever played baddie? You know, I only played baddie once, mm-hmm. and that was just before Heidi High became known, mm-hmm. uh, and I knew that if I they wanted me in pantomime in the future it would be to see the face that they know from the telly yes. which was then Spike mm-hmm. uh, at that time so I got the opportunity to play King Rat in Dick Whittington and I relished it I really did I
1: went for it by the,
11: took it by the throat and <laughs> made it my own does this
1: sport. mean you can give Sue a few tips as well though I wouldn't dream of it <laughs> I wouldn't dream of it <laughs> you no. do. she out threw she, she, I, she doesn't need she's any been any playing punches. Wicked Queen for a long time she knows what she's doing so, yeah, does, so. does
11: this scare you though no no she never scared <laughs> have a good laugh no it's good fun no she's very good at what she does and mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it'll be a good show look forward to it
1: and uh, a few Heidi High memories hopefully in the script I'm trusting cause well I don't know I haven't seen the script yeah, well, yet we're they, quite well, a way away from that I
11: certainly hope there will be if not we'll have to sort of crowbar some in. I somehow. think that can easily happen
1: couldn't it yeah it could do but, <laughs> yeah. and I mean do, do you still bump into others of the Heidi High cast obviously you have a so close but... yes
11: as uh, one of the girls uh, uh, Nikki Kelly who played Sylvia she's mm-hmm. lived quite near me actually mm-hmm. in West London so we so basically you've got a bit of London that is yeah, tidy high forever that's, that's right that's right yes and of course Ruth's on tour with mm-hmm. the girls at the moment which, yeah. which is good fun uh, in fact we had a picture taken outside the theatre this morning with, uh, her, with Ruth in the background she's in, always in, there with you in, in between us and us not pointing at her with <laughs> no clothes on you yeah. know, so that, that was fun <laughs>
1: Mm. but I mean, great fun to be had with Panto and the, the, the rest of the cast I, I know you won't have messed up with all of them as yet but uh, some, no. some great names in there and yeah well, of I
11: know I know Ian yeah.
1: the, the dame mm-hmm. Sarah uh, I know him but
11: the, the others um I don't know the other boys at all. Uh, they're, they're strangers to me.
1: So. But this, uh, will, they will be your family over Christmas. Absolutely,
11: though? and I'm sure we, you know we'll get on like a house on fire. We all will. Mm-hmm.
1: But I say this uh, is this is all part of the you know, the, the joy of doing a pantomime because with so many people for so long, even the rehearsal period for this is longer than most things you get to do, well, isn't
11: it? Know, it's quite the opposite. Is it this time? We only ever get ten days to put a pantomime. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. And so you sort
11: of come prepared, knowing that you, you know, it's all. It doesn't really need that much because it's it's choreography that takes most of the time in rehearsals
1: do you do, do, you do choreography is that your thing
11: I don't, the... do anymore, <laughs> I don't do much anymore I don't do much Well, it's the old legs you know mm-hmm. uh, but no it's uh, it's the choreography that takes the time in rehearsals we can do the, the, the acting scenes the comedy patter dialogue that, that'll take no time at all mm-hmm. so we, we've got plenty of time ten days is usually enough and you would be happy with
1: that yeah and it will be an amazing show. It is Dick Whittington. It's Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre. Grandtheatre.co.uk to get your ticket or 01902 429212, the box office number, the 7th of December through to the 12th of January. An entire season of absolute fun with this man and the rest of the amazing cast there. Geoffrey Holland, thank you. And um, pandemonium. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Back with episode 532 next week. I'll see you then. half for now.
10: Goodbye from the milk bar,
0: goodbye from the milk bar, goodbye from the milk by Goodbye from the milk by
10: Goodbye from the milk Yeah.